Hey guys, you're listening to Terrifying Travels, the podcast where two friends discuss a true crime and a paranormal story in a new city every week, except for this week because it's Christmas. I'm Sabrina. I'm Maddie. And like I said last time, you know what we're doing. We're discussing the 12 days of Spookmas. And Maddie has a case for me. Yes, I do. And you know what the great thing about drinking wine is, Maddie? We were halfway through recording this episode yesterday, and I got called into class. And you know what? I don't remember anything you said, so that's great. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) I was also halfway through my class, and I'm just having a stunning time with these kids. They are so funny. They are so great. And I realized I am two glasses of wine in. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So, unfortunately, my case is a bit of a sad one, as they are. I am the Halloween that is in Spookmas, so. <laughs> um, you are the nightmare before Christmas. I, I am. Christmas. <laughs> True, I am the nightmare before Christmas. Yes, absolutely. Good. All right, so let's hop into the case of Trisha McCauley. So, Sabrina, you mentioned that Christmas for you is all about family and not really religion. What are some other buzzwords that people might associate with Christmas? So, let's see. Um, Family that you don't want to see. Family that you do want to (laughs) see. The uncle that needs to shut up. (laughs) Giving. Getting. Uh, My family always had a stray person who didn't have family around. Um, caring, loving, caring, loving, sharing, caring. Mm-hmm. carols, music. Yeah. Okay. Spiked, Good. Spiked Are drinks. Spiked drinks. Spiked eggnog. <laughs> yeah, I never liked eggnog. Like that's the one thing I don't mind. I'm lactose intolerant. Can't eat that, but I never liked eggnog. Yeah, I'm not a big eggnog person but maybe I just haven't had good eggnog that's possible I've heard apparently like homemade eggnog is amazing but I think it's also one of those things where cultural differences I don't care for pumpkin pie either because we didn't have that yep like even milkshakes um we dad goes on about how stunning milkshakes were and it's like I think I've had four in my life I could do without them Ooh, we used to have a really good restaurant around here that did alcoholic milkshakes and they had one that was toasted marshmallow flavor and it came with a toasted marshmallow on top and oh my god it was so good yeah that just does nothing for me (laughs) no although the the closest I feel like a milkshake this is not even anywhere near a milkshake but a grasshopper oh okay you can have your eggnog or your milkshake I'll have grasshoppers nice that shit's dope yeah those are good I did you ever watch Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory? No. Do you watch TV? Do you watch what I watch? <laughs> nothing in common. But do I watch? watch Sheldon Sheldon Cooper gets absolutely hammered for the first time in his life on grasshoppers. Oh. And then God. I moved to Canada, and I was, it's actually the uh, university bar does makes grasshoppers, and I tried one. Can't have it because it's a milk based product. But I see how we got. It's like a it's a it's a minty kind of milkshakey, not really kind of drink. Oh. But it's definitely one of those drinks where you will absolutely drink twenty of them because they're just yummy. Oh goodness! Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah, and then you get fucked up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, I assume you're gonna tell us how this girl did not just spend the two weeks <laughs> before Christmas getting drunk. No, 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 no. Of course not. <laughs> so if you said goodwill or charity towards your fellow man, ding ding ding, you are the winner. And you said give me half winner. Speaking. Yeah, so that's fine. All good. So this year is full of is full of goodwill towards your fellow man. Many people volunteer at soup kitchens or donate coats to the homeless or any other act of charitable goodwill. Which and just a quick reminder, please, they need your donations all year round. Yes, not just they, in bulk in December. Yes, they need not discouraging donations. anyone from donating, but donate all year round. Well, fun fact about donations in December, it amounts for 30% of all donations for nonprofits that come during the month of December. And that's really cool with like non-perishables that they can just store up, although they don't always have space. Like one of the groups that we work with, they just don't have space for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was, well, there's some things like it was crazy. Oh gosh, I love bread. I absolutely love bread. And my dad and I were doing pickups, and we had to drive this giant white van all over the city and do pickups. And the bakeries were just giving us like loaves and loaves and loaves of French bread and baguettes and shit. Ooh. And I and, and they told me like it, they didn't think I had one. They didn't realize how much I could eat. But they're like, yeah, if you want to take one while you're you're um doing it, just consider it lunch on us. It's totally fine. And I just enjoyed. I had a, I had a baguette while I was pick, doing pickups. <laughs> we got there and they're just like, well, you could take whatever you want though because we can't. Most of us just gonna get thrown out. Yeah, yeah. And I I'm on the floor crying because the amount of I don't know. I'd figure out how to like dry freeze it or something. There's so much fruits, everything. But they're like, we can't. Like we genuinely cannot. Yeah. Keep this. Yeah. yeah. Same with money though is it, they need it all year round. Don't um yeah. volunteering. Yep. Yeah. They have to turn away people because I know you're trying to get on Santa's good list, but we needed you in September. Exactly. Yes. Sorry. Yes. No, you're good. I completely agree. And then with the food waste thing, um, there's this new app that's really popular in big cities in Europe called Too Good to Go, and like bakeries and everything will put up their like bread that they're giving away at the day and you can go and like pick up like a huge oh, wow. bag of bread for like five euros like oh that sounds stunning yeah and it's just because they're like well we were gonna throw it out but you know what if someone wants it at like eight o'clock at night and it's five euros come take it like come pick it up well that's like so I worked at a specific bra company that I won't specifically name um but I I would honestly, if I had the power, I would absolutely go to war with them. And but, but most companies are this way. They would destroy used, like not even used bras. But if I got a pen mark while I was picking it up, we destroyed it because we wouldn't sell it. Oh. And I argued that you know if we heavily discounted those things, you would still make money. Mm-hmm. Someone who needs it could get it. But yeah. frankly, it would cut down on shoplifting. True. Like you would actually double. Not that I'm sorry, those are 50 cent bras being sold for 50 bucks, but you would double what you could have made because you may find people shop less, shoplift less. Like yeah. it will not cut down on all of it because some people just do it to do it, mm-hmm. um, but it will cut down a little bit. As some people would actually rather just spend a little bit of money and have some dignity, yeah, then but but nope. Well, and that's when I called them out. You just don't want poor people wearing your brand. Yeah, or even if it's like... I was like, told to go take a break. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Even if it's, like, donated to a women's shelter, like... Just, yeah. 
Well, and I was hit with, well, nobody wants to wear used underwear. And I'm like, well, okay, first thing, I'm not giving her the underwear off my, my ass. Like, this is out of a clothing store. And most it's been tried on. And it'd be the same thing that I'm getting then when I buy it. Yeah. Like, wash it and you're good to go. And we're not talking severely damaged. We're talking literally a pen mark. I had yeah. to cut things up that had a piece of ink on them. Ugh. However, I've worked at another company, and this is why I know it can be done, and I will name the company. I worked at Le Chateau, and every Tuesday, uh, Salvation Army would come and collect bags. Yeah. And they were so chill, honest to God. They'd go through our shoes and be like, okay, you've got a nine left and an eight right. You know what? We'll take it. Maybe someone will wear them. Yeah, exactly. And so if you can have someone wearing two sizes shoes, like they wouldn't do like a six and a ten, but close enough. If you can have someone doing that, then there is someone out there, me, who would wear a bra with a pen mark on it. Yep. Like, it's yep. not that. It'd be one thing, and I did have, I'm sure I've told you about the story about the returns that should not have been returned because they were heavily worn. That's different. Yep. yep. Um, That shouldn't, shouldn't have been accepted. But don't give people that, obviously. I'm not saying that. But a pen mark? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, it was just stupid shit where it's like, are you serious? I actually asked, I told my manager, I will not be doing, I will not be doing damages. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, fair. Yeah. See, I am a good person. I just don't act like it. I just don't <laughs> talk like it. But I am, in fact, a good person. Yes, you are a good person. Yes. yes okay, good. sorry, go on. No, you're good. You're good. You know who else was a good person? I Trisha bet she was a great Riccoli. person. She was a great person. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Smile lit up a room, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about Trisha. Trisha McCauley, 46, lived in the Washington, D.C. area, and she was incredibly involved in her community, particularly the local theater scene. There were rave reviews of her acting prowess on screen and on stage. Trisha was also a mentor to other upcoming actors. To fuel her acting hobby slash career, Trisha was a nutritionist and a yoga teacher. In her free time, she was a gardener, taking care of the local city farm and sharing her homegrown vegetables with her community. She was just a kind, gentle, and generous soul. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if I recall from yesterday, she kind of is the person I, I kind of hope I grow up to be. Yeah, exactly. Like she had a friend group, like... Mm-hmm. She'd occasionally fall asleep and miss plans. <laughs> yes. Yes. So now I have to talk about her demise. So <laughs> it's December 25th, 2016. Trisha is home at her apartment cooking Brussels sprouts and balsamic vinegar and baking a pie. That night, she had a Christmas dinner party with her actor friends, and she was so excited. At 4.30 p.m., Trisha posted on Facebook that she was on the way to her friend's dinner. The next day, she had a flight booked to go see her family. Trisha got into her small Toyota, which had a bumper sticker that read, Plant more plants! And she started to drive to her friend's. But she never arrived. Her friend tried to contact her that night, but she wasn't responding. One time at another gathering, Trisha had fallen asleep and missed it, so a few of her friends assumed that that was what happened. So no one made a call to the police or reported her yet because it wasn't unusual behavior. However, when she didn't catch her flight the next day, that is when her family reported her missing. 
The police started their search at the apartment, finding the pan she used to cook her Brussels sprouts in. Friends searched the route she would have taken to the dinner. A social media campaign to find her was started. And the DC Police Department sent out a missing person, person alert, which played on the evening news and was tweeted on their personal page. Detectives caught a break when they discovered that Trisha's bank cards were being used. Then reports of her car being driven by a man came pouring in. The police made a public statement about the car, asking the public to keep a lookout. And the police caught a break. On December 27th, someone spotted the car at a CVS pharmacy and called 911. You know, we talk about all these things, lists of things to do, uh, or things you should definitely do if you're going to commit crime. Definitely, definitely. Drive the victim's car around everywhere. <laughs> totally. Definitely. definitely, definitely use the bank card. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seems like he's like, what? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. So police arrived at the CVS pharmacy and found Trisha's car parked outside. They quickly found the suspect that had the key, Dwayne Johnson, age oh? 29. <laughs> not the actor, not the rock. Man has fallen from graces if he has to steal the lady's car. <laughs> oh my heart, but not my car. <laughs> no, this is a different spelling of Dwayne. So different person. How do you person. spell it? D-U-A-N-E. I feel like that's how you should spell Dwayne. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I like that that post. I'm gonna start calling him like Kanye. Dwayne what? Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson. I can't even say it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dwayne. Don't, in, yep. don't implicate my husband in this though. Okay. No. 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 It's not The Rock. No. 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 Not him. No. He's, He's at home a good noodle. waiting for me to finish re- recording this podcast. Yes. Yes, he he's a he's a good noodle. He wouldn't do this. It's a good noodle. He's a good noodle. <laughs> that is not a noodle. That's like the which what do you call the tube noodles? The big fat rigatoni noodles? Oh, like uh, or yeah, rigatoni. I think yeah. that's the word. He's not a noodle. He's a whole rigatoni. <laughs> he's a whole lasagna. Let's be lasagna. honest. Lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Beefy lasagna. <laughs> Oh, beefy lasagna. Yeah. Okay, new podcast. Okay, um, idea. We'll just compare all our celebrity crushes to food. Oh goodness. Oh goodness. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is. I feel like Keanu Reeves could possibly be the noodle. He could be a noodle. Yeah. He could be. Okay. Oh, okay. Back to the bad stuff. <laughs> okay. So Dwayne had been living on the streets of D.C. and was arrested earlier in the month for stealing electric toothbrushes. He was supposed to have a GPS fitted to his ankle, but he didn't turn up and no one followed up. It was one of those cases where everyone kind of dropped the ball. We're just going to skip over the fact that he was stealing electric toothbrushes. Yeah, I'm Is there not... a heavy underground market for that? <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not too sure why electric toothbrushes what I don't... is the weather like in dc do you know in the winter time there would yeah. definitely be snow there was that a hope to get arrested and be put in prison potentially especially somewhere warm yeah on the streets and stuff yeah that that could have been it for sure yeah because like i i remember saying this to you yesterday i knew a boy who did that when he was 
2014, he was arrested for straight up stealing handcuffs. Uh, he was arrested for in one day. I'm certain it was all together. He was arrested for, for stealing cheese off of someone's table in their house. But it was someone he knew he could have just asked for it. But he tried, decided to steal it instead. She thought, you know what? We're going to call the cops. We're just going to have a chat with you. Um, you know, just kind of like talk some sense into you. However, when he was being let go, he decided the best thing to do when he, when he left was to steal handcuffs off the police counter as well. Oh, my goodness. And it was just, you look at that child, and you, that's not a child. He's it's not a kleptomaniac. He needs help. Yeah. He's asking for help, but he's a little boy. He can't ask for help. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. there's often you see that when it's like it's crimes that are so stupid where it's like maybe maybe you just decided to commit a crime that was that stupid or you didn't realize you were needing help yeah very true yeah 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 <laughs> although i'm also realizing where this line of events is going uh, that's quite an escalation i'm gonna say that probably isn't just someone Hoping for help. Yeah, we'll talk about his mental state later when okay. we get to his interviews, because they're uh, a little interesting. Okay. okay. He screams, can you smell what I'm cooking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry, keep going. Okay. <laughs> the police opened the car and found Trisha's body. Oh, God. Wed- yeah. Wedged between the front seat and the back seat, her legs bound with a seatbelt. Yes, Dwayne was driving the car around with Trisha's corpse in the back seat. She wasn't even in the trunk. She was right there. In the back seat. I feel like she, uh, when, when they described it as between the front seat and the back seat, I think she was shoved down in the floor of the yeah, back Yeah, that's seat. where I would think she was. Yeah, and then her legs were like kind of propped up with the seatbelt. Oh, that's just okay. It's awful. Mm-hmm. It's awful. Trisha had been sexually assaulted, beaten, and strangled to death. So, obviously, Dwayne was promptly arrested and taken in for investigation. Dwayne told the investigators that Trisha had offered him a lift and they had consensual sex on a curb somewhere. Yeah, they totally did. I believe it. Totally. Like, sure, dude, sure. He then said that Trisha became despondent and talked about killing herself. Dwayne said that she hanged herself in the car, although he couldn't say with what. Uh, not that I ever have. And people have, I've heard, like, I know of people who have hung themselves off the doorknobs in bathrooms, which doesn't mm-hmm. feel like enough space. But I could understand how that's, that is enough space to get your butt off the ground. How would you do it in a car? And it didn't sound like she had a big Escalade. Yeah, no. It I was can't a, remember her make, but it wasn't a big car. No, it was a Toyota, and I, I think it was a Toyota Camry. I had one of yeah, those there's cars. there's no room. Yeah. There's room to sit. Yeah, like, literally, like, the roof of the car is, like, six feet tall. Like, yeah, yeah it's a small car. Yeah. Okay. Oh, excuse me. He added that Trisha told him that he could use her car, money, and credit cards. Dwayne asked in the investigation, if someone is suicidal and gives you all their stuff, is that illegal? Hmm. Well, Wayne, that depends if they're suicidal or you decide they're suicidal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Dwayne then drove around that night and picked up a prostitute with Trisha's dead body in the back. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, which I'm just I like I think I'm at the prostitute. I'm like, you ask no questions. You 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 didn't say what's this chick doing in the back? Like, well, I would assuming you're someone who would look at that. Most people would be very confused and surprised, at the very least. Um, he could tell you she's asleep, but I would think. The only way I would, someone of reasonable intelligence would believe that is if they were on something as well. True. So she may not have been in a position to truly question it. Yeah, that's fair as well. That's fair. Yes. Uh, When asked why he did that, Dwayne said that he thought that Trisha was only asleep and would wake up. However, Dwayne couldn't explain the injuries on his hands and jaw to the police officers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Trisha's brothers, Brian, Trisha's brother, Brian, posted on Facebook, quote, Trisha is gone. They have found her body. Thank you all for your work, support, and love. To all her DC family, I know she truly thought of you that way. Thank you for being there for her all these years. Hang on to each other, unquote. Trisha's friends and family mourned with a vigil on December 28th. In September of 2017, Dwayne, miraculously, changed his mind, recanted his confession, and pled guilty to murder. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Sparking a proper criminal trial. His defense pointed out that Dwayne had struggled with mental illness and an addiction to drugs and alcohol, which left him vulnerable to the police questioning. They they were trying to argue that he was uh, he didn't have the mental capacity to handle the police questioning him the way they did. So like kind of getting at, this may have been a co 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 mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Co-horsed mm-hmm. confession. That word is so hard for me. <laughs> oh, I, I learned that during COVID. I can't say tranquilizer properly mm. because in Americans reading horse tranquilizers and there it's a tranquilizer. <laughs> it's an ambulance. Yes. <laughs> Those moments where it's like, I should not be an English teacher. <laughs> oh, I don't see when I'm going to start teaching the word tranquilizer, but. <laughs> so that was the defense's um, case, was that they were trying to make paint Dwayne that he wasn't mentally capable of giving this confession, that all this stuff. The prosecution. Well, it's not untrue, but it's also like, well, what do you want the cops to do? They can't. You can only keep him for so long before you have to let him go. So they can't keep him until he dries out. Like, that's such a... I do understand both sides of that. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's really interesting. And then the prosecution side said that Dorian and Trisha met when Trisha offered him a ride. They then said that... Dwayne repaid her kindness by mm. beating and whipping her and strangling her with her scarf. And the prosecution had more evidence on their side because his DNA was found under her fingernails, showing that Trisha had tried to fight him off. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't know her, but you didn't exactly give a picture of someone who wants to be brutally killed. Right. Like, I don't I paint a picture of someone like I said I wanna I wanna be. And that is not part of that. Exactly. Exactly. And then also they gave like the height difference as they always do in the prosecution. Trisha is like five foot. Dwayne is like five eleven. 
So they're he has so tiny. Where do they find these tiny, tiny girls? Which yeah. I guess that's how you choose a victim. You choose the smallest one. Exactly. But like, wow. Okay. Yeah. She is so tiny. So small. So oh, it's a lot of personality shoved into a tiny package. Exactly. Yeah. The defense of the prosecution did come to agreement on one thing, though, and that was the way took advantage of Trisha's kindness. Yep. In November of 2017, Dwayne was found guilty and was sentenced to 30 years in prison, followed by 30 years of supervised release as part of his plea deal. He will remain on the sex register for the rest of his life. Trisha's loved ones and friends spoke about their loss and how they are now afraid in D.C., a city they once found very safe. They spoke about how they attended grief counseling and the loss by the theater community. They even said that Dorraine's issues with mental illness should be addressed, and they hoped that Dorraine would get the help that he needed. Trisha's memory was honored with a garden in her name and a fund to help theater professionals get health care, and it was truly her final act. And that's my case. Oh. And that was the first one, though, that kind of ended on a weirdly positive. Yeah. Like, her family, and I I don't understand it. I, I don't know if I could be... There's so many families out there that they just, you know... I understand the killer wasn't in a great place, and I hope they find the help they need. And it's, I, I've also heard that they need to do that, which I totally understand. You cannot hold on a grudge onto a grudge because the only person it really affects is you. But I can't let go of grudges for tiny things. I don't know if I could let go over a grudge for that. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's a skill on its own. But I really appreciate when they make something beautiful, like a fund for their daughter. Yeah, yeah. And, like, an aunt, a garden and her name and, like, everything. It's just so beautiful. I think, like, truly she had great friends. Like, it sounds like her, she has a great friends, great family. And that's what made her a great person as well. Yeah. And, Oh, it's just sad. It's just sad. Such a beautiful soul. Just lost. So callous. I think I said this for your last episode, too. God, I really regret doing the Christmas thing because it's also just, God, that ruined Christmas for them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, OK. okay. <laughs> There's no way to keep going on that one. Nope. You, you want me to wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. We've got another case to record right away. All right, you're doing so a lot we'll Yeah, I kind of like the way we're doing this, though, because you depress us, then me and ChatGPT make it funny. Yeah! And at least everyone else has to wait till the next day to feel better. You and I feel better right away. Yes, exactly. So, yes, I have watched The Santa Clauses, and I kind of fell in love with La Bufana, and I wanted to tell you more about her. Ooh, okay. I'm excited because I know nothing about this. So I, I, other than what I saw in the Santa Clauses, I didn't know anything about her either. Ooh, okay. Which was part of the Santa Clauses. She's the forgotten and she's bitter about. She's not bitter about that, but yeah, mm. she deserves her. Uh, I, I actually can't wait. To, I forgot what I did. I'm excited to tell it to you. So I'll wait. Okay. Ten minutes. Okay. Perfect. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Stay tuned as we continue the 12 Days of Spookmas and bring you the next case of La Bafana. Be sure to like and comment on whatever platform you find your podcast. It's a great way to help us out. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays and stay terrified. Bye. Bye.